This is Wayne Goldsmith, and welcome to Sports Thoughts. I've spent 25 years travelling the world, working with some of the world's best athletes, coaches and teams, trying to discover what it is that they do, how they think, and what it takes to be the best in sport. Subscribe to our newsletter at wgcoaching.com to keep up to date with my thoughts on sport. Okay, welcome to Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World with Wayne Goldsmith. Speaking of a great big sun, that would uh, pretty aptly describe a couple of things. The weather on the Gold Coast and the bright, shiny nature of Wayne Goldsmith. How are you, mate? Well, not too bad, mate. Not too bad at all. I've uh, had to change my work habits, though. The fires are about uh, 40 kilometres or so from where we live, and I normally work outside under a big covered area because I love the space and the fresh air, but there's a bit of a health warning around at the moment. They're saying that you shouldn't be working outside for extended periods, shouldn't be exercising outside, and uh, everything smells like a fire. Everything, uh, you hang your clothes out and everything smells like a bushfire. So, And that's where we are. And the people that are actually out there facing it, it's, it's an absolute nightmare. It's, it's a terrible time. Oh, really? Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen some foot. Yeah, I've seen some footage to, uh, as we all have on television. It, it, it's 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 horrendous, Wayne. It's terrible, isn't it? And can you believe some lardheads? And I'm using that uh, language uh, under great restraint. Uh, some lardheads have been arrested for lighting the fires deliberately, mate. Can you believe mm. the mindset and their kids? Their kids, their 14, 15, 16 year old kids. Can you believe the mindset? where a teenager says, I think it's going to be funny to put thousands of homes and tens of thousands of people and wildlife, birds, reptiles under threat. It's absolutely beyond me. Mm, It's beyond belief, for sure. Interesting topic that uh, you've picked out for us today, and it's had some uh, some recent uh, publicity, I guess. and, and speaking of the bushfires, of course, we had the Israel Folau situation of, of uh, a sermon of his that uh, that linked the Australian bushfires to uh, to same sex marriage. It was uh, Israel Folau's view that uh, that it was perhaps God's way of of um, of getting retribution on Australia for legalising same sex marriage. Um, there are other um, examples of of sports people using their their public profile to uh, to speak out on issues other than sport. Um, in a generic sense, Wayne, not not getting specific just yet, um, should elite athletes uh, be spokespeople for things they feel strongly about, or should they just stick to sport? Yeah, what a fascinating area it is, Piney. I've often thought over the years that as much as we admire and love uh, you know, respect, and in some cases when you're a little kid almost idolise the football stars and Olympic athletes, that I think we're empowering them or endowing them with a level of expertise and broad world experience that maybe some of them don't have and some of them don't really want to have. Some of them just want to play sport. The challenge is, of course, mate, like any issue, any issue that you raise in society from the form of the All Blacks to um, sexism, racism, homophobia, you've got polarised views. You've got a group that's incredibly passionate and believes the agenda should be driven forward. You've got another group who are just as passionate about 
retarding the change process, stopping things from going forward. And then you've got a huge group in the middle who really don't care one way or another. They just want to roll along and let things go. And you've, the people who get the get the real mileage, the people who get the press coverage are the ones usually at the extremes, the extreme yes and the extreme no's. But, but I think it's up to the individual athlete. If you've got strong beliefs and you've got a platform where you believe you can influence ideas and behaviours and you're prepared to wear the responsibilities and accept the accountability that comes with it, then that's your personal decision. However, of course, there's going to be some legal lines and some moral and ethical lines where you're going to have to tread very, very carefully. Yeah, and the word you, you use there is one I wanted to pick up on, and that's the the responsibility, because there has to be an acceptance of the responsibility, doesn't there, Wayne, that that, uh, that a sports person with a high profile must accept the responsibility of that profile and the potential influence he or she may wield compared to just an everyday Joe in society? They've, they've got to be aware of it, Pliny. They, you, they're right on the money. It, it's the, the, you, as a 16, 17-year-old football player, you're just playing the game, you're having a great time with your mates and, and just enjoy out there throwing a football around. Once you become an all-black, once you become a fern, once you become a black cap, once you become a Collingwood, well, it's probably a bad choice, but you know, once you become... A, <laughs> a star athlete, then there's a whole bunch of very impressionable, very people who are are open to influence, who have got your picture on the wall, who might have your photo that they've taken a selfie at the end of a game and and they've got your jersey. And and to them, rightly or wrongly, an 8, 9, 10, 11 year old kid, everything that you say, you do, you stand for, uh, everything that you, you're doing in the public domain has a direct influence on them. And, mate, we've all been through that fan worship stage, haven't we? You know, and I, I, you, you, where, you, you know, a rock star who doesn't have a PhD and hasn't got an extensive reading list on the subject will make a comment about the environment. And if you like that band or if you like them, that music, quite a bit, oh, well, that's a good idea. You know, yeah. Adam Driver just said that or Harrison Ford said that or... Scarlett Johansson believes in this. That's probably right because they're a great actor or a performer, and, and we've all we've all been in that phase. The, the key is, as you say, you've got to be aware of that as a as a as a, a member of the, um, the the society's influences of being people in the media every day. That there are so many people hanging on what you say and your views and. That's a massive responsibility. That's an incredible responsibility. You've got to be willing to take that on. Mm. Of course, there are there are issues that athletes and, and people in general feel strongly about. And then there are societal issues, which I don't think are polarizing, but are just, you know, good, good causes to be uh, to be a spokesperson for things like uh, respecting women and family, um, domestic violence, uh, supporting homeless people, for example, alcohol management, things like that where where sports people can be a force for good uh, because of their profile. Um, should they, I, I don't think anybody should be compelled to do anything they don't want to do, but, but um, you know, should sports people at the top level think seriously about using their profile as a force for good on issues like this? I, I, well, I believe strongly they should. It's a personal decision, again, Piney, but, but I believe they, they should. And, and particularly when you've got those wonderful stories 
of people who've risen up through difficulty and hardship and know that others are following their footsteps. They've got, you know, people that have battled with mental illness, people who've battled through domestic violence or have been in families where there's been drug and alcohol abuse and some of those things that we're all battling in society with kids anyway, and they've come through it. They've got a time and a moment in the spotlight where they can shine and say, hey, look, I understand. You know, they've got that empathetic connection with the audience. I I know what it's like. I grew up in a household where there was domestic violence. I grew up in a household where women had no rights. I understand what it's like, and I fought back. And right now there's an opportunity. You know, they've, they've got the potential to sell some wonderful stories and and stories of hope where people feel they may not have any. And sports stars and, and celebrities generally may have that moment where what they can offer is bigger than anything they can do in sport. And some grab it, grab it willingly. I mean, one of my favourite stories, Piney, was I was working with some rugby coaches in New Zealand and we're talking about why you coach. And I was talking to a, a young Maori coach and, I said, why do you coach? And initially he said, oh, because I love the game, mate, and it's good fun. But eventually he said, you know what? He said, I grew up in a family where it was very tough. And uh, he said there was a lot of violence. It was very tough for us. And when I went to the rugby ground, I felt at home. I felt loved. I felt cared. And I felt that that was like another family. And I looked forward to it. And he said, I want to be a coach that says that every kid in New Zealand, come to the game, you'll be safe You'll be loved, you'll be supported, you'll learn something. Life is never that bad when you've got somewhere to go. I want to be that coach. And I could have hugged the guy, mate. I looked and thought, he's got it. He's got, I have an opportunity to change lives. And so few people get that and understand what influence they can have. So, yeah, mate, I'm a huge believer that if you're passionate about it and you've got a story to tell that can inspire young hearts and minds, I believe you're obligated to do it. But uh, mate, not everybody feels that way. And sometimes that realisation doesn't come until a bit later on. And, and you know, young sports people in particular are young people. They're still coming to terms with, you know, with forming views on all sorts of things and, of course, trying to be a, uh, you know, a successful young sports person. So how can parents and coaches sort of foster the awareness of, uh, of the, the strength of, 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 a, of a public profile and the, a sort of a wider community sense amongst, uh, amongst young athletes? I think the, the, the key word for me is humility, maybe humility and respect, that it, it doesn't matter what you've done or what you've achieved. It's about who you are as a human being. And it starts very early. I've mentioned my wife several times, a psychologist, a former elite athlete, and a very tolerant, understanding woman, and she has to be. But she works in the school system, works a lot with teenagers. And when we talk about the influence of young kids on others, it starts with social media. The, the number of times she comes home, and we do a bit of a debrief most days over a cold drink, particularly living on the Gold Coast, and I say, how was your day today? And the first words out of her mouth is something like bloody social media, where some kids come into her office and said, said, uh, miss, so-and-so has just said this about me or so-and-so has talked about me on this. The, the, it can, the, the influence of what you say and what you do in public can start very, very early for positive and for negative. And kids have got to be aware of that. And parents who are listening 
please be aware of the way your kids use social media, the way they talk about and interact with other people, and talk to them. I know it sounds out of uh, old old fashioned, mate, but you know to talk to them about things like kindness, generosity of spirit, being pleasant, inspiring other people, saying thank you, being nice. Those things have never changed. It's heartbreaking when you know because you think about that. Now imagine that fourteen, fifteen-year-old is saying nasty things about their classmates just on a Facebook or an Instagram or whatever. Imagine now they're twenty-five and they're an all-black or a fern, and they've got thousands and thousands of followers saying something good or bad. And kids are getting up in the morning, they turn their phone on, and it says, "Oh." That's incredible. Look, they don't like that or they don't like this or they they're they're having direct influence through social media on thousands and thousands of people. So the message to the parents is very clear. Model things like kindness, good behavior, love, generosity, all those things and be very very aware of how your teenagers are applying their those things through their words and their thoughts on social media. Wayne, from you, great messages as per usual. Uh, look, I hope uh, everything works out uh, bushfire wise. What's the what's the the latest situation regarding you know any kind of I guess resolution isn't the right uh, word really, but where are Australian people with the bushfires at the moment, and how much longer are they going to continue to to affect Australians? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a tough moment, Megan. Or for us, we we're pretty soft. We live uh, forty fifty k's away from it. The worst news came through this morning was that uh, a lot of smaller manageable fires, particularly around the Granite Belt and Darling Downs area, which is, you know, Toowoomba Bay Desert, not that far from the Gold Coast, they've decided to all come together and form a couple of large fires. The the, the tragedy is, mate, that even further northwest from where we are, one of the members of the SES and on TV, the reality is we cannot put these fires out and they're going to just continue to burn until there's some heavy rain, which doesn't look like coming until the middle of next year. So a lot of people doing it very hard, a lot of horrible stories about families losing properties that have been in generations, uh, in their families for generations. A lot of stories about kids not being able to go to school because of the the density of the the smog and the uh, the smoke and the particles in the air, so there's a bit of an asthma and health risk. There's a lot of very sad stories. I don't think I've ever seen it or heard of it being this bad and this widespread. It's even down in Adelaide today, right through central New South Wales, and then right up most of Queensland. It's uh, it's it's indeed a tragedy for the nation at the moment. Just dreadful. All right, mate. Stay safe. Uh, thanks for your time, as always. And we'll um, we'll wrap the year with you with the final Wayne's World for 2019 uh, a week from now. Where is this year gone, mate? We're another year older. We've lost a lot more hair and probably put on 10 kilos. Just another year. <laughs> Just another year in the life of Wayne Goldsmith and Jason Pine. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear more sports thoughts, subscribe to our newsletter at wgcoaching.com.